All right, the line is on. We are off the bench coming to you on our tape delay. We're on a very sunny afternoon in the uh, capital region of, of Alberta. It's 1.44 Mountain Standard Time. I am your host, Nick Good, and for the third straight week, not joined to my right by I, from now on, Neil, I won't be able to say it. and as always joined to my right. Always, I mean yeah. you were no not even you were always joined to my right. No, I wasn't. I should when say I as thinking, al- when I was taking hostage and things Yeah. Like that. I should say I think from moving forward it should be as always I'm your host. <laughs> and this week joined yeah. to my right. Anyway, so I'm Nick Good. This is Neil. Neil. Just the two of us again, another two man booth, third straight week. Adam, I think is home. Today or tomorrow? Oh, okay. I don't even know. I know I was gonna I was gonna put it in the Instagram post, but I couldn't remember. And I was like, Adam's still away. I but I was like, is he away? He'll be he'll be back for next week's episode. That yeah, we know that we know that, that. that much. Okay. Yeah, he's he this is primetime wheelhouse for him. I know. Spring training. Spring training. You know? It and it's sp- spring has sprung out in here in Edmonton. Yeah. Um Yeah, pretty much. The only light that's been shining next to Roger's place in quite some time. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, last night. Nice. Last night was a tough loss. Tough it wasn't. It wasn't Calgary's yeah. barn, but which I'm not using as it, it literally looks like a barn. Yeah. Well, the roof is collapsed in oh. on purpose. So, <laughs> I don't, don't ask me. What yeah. a stupid fucking. Ugh. It's a saddle. It's a saddle. I know. I wonder it's... how much extra money they had to pay to have it look like a saddle. <laughs> right. I wonder. And then like you lose all the concerts. Like anyway. Anyway. Is that a thing? Yeah. Is that why they can't have because con- the roof's too low? The roof's too low, so they can't actually hang. Yeah, it's like the amps on it. Stuff it like does it fucks it up, so they can't have concerts there. Oh, <laughs> or like it's not they're not great. Yeah, or they're whatever. not great. Or there yeah. has to be like you can only have certain type of concerts. There's there is I know there's something going on. Yeah, that like it may basically made it very difficult. So wow. that's why you get them in Edmonton and not in Calgary all the concerts. But anyway, yeah, I know it's. Uh... <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. Today... That's already too much time spent on Calgary. Yeah, today, is, today is March 14th. We'll get to the Oilers eventually, but today is March 14th, which... For the lack we, of Oilers, we have one Oiler that decides to play every night. But eh, anyway, come yeah. on. Yeah. You just look good since coming back. Yes. Um, well, yeah, today is March 14th, the three days before St. Patrick's Day, but also marks the official start of the 2018 NFL season. Like, what? Don't, they don't play games until... <laughs> Fucking September. Yeah, but the league <laughs> date starts March 14th. We're not even barely a month removed from the Super Bowl. Yep. What an off season, eh? What an off season it was. One month you get to just not think about football. But I mean, I'm I'm happy. I I I've told you guys I've missed the NFL since the yeah. since the Super Bowl ended. Yeah. But so we'll talk about some of the key moves, I guess. So because there's always a lot of activity on the first day. Well, back so back to last week, Seattle basically dismantled the Legion of Boom. They yes. released Richard Sherman, trade Michael Bennett. Our shopping Earl Thomas. Or listening to offers for Earl Thomas. Chances they might, no pun intended, get rid of Cam Chancellor as yeah. well. Well, he's like injured, I think, neck. I think there's something to do with I that. I thought it was his, was his foot he hurt last year? No, I thought it's his neck. Oh, okay. So that's why they're like not sure if okay. he's going to be able to, or is that Irvin? I can't even remember. Anyway, yeah. there's something to do with that. It's an injury that they're not sure if he can come back from. So they released Richard Sherman. He then promptly signs with the 49ers. Which, what? Official yeah. today. Yeah. Um, good move for the 49ers, I guess. Yeah. How old is Sherman now? 30. 31. So old, he's 30 old for a DB. Coming off an Achilles rupture, which is... Which I think that's partially why they didn't want to pay him. Yeah. That much. Um, but his stats over the last five years, even though like 26 to 30, like he's been the best or whatever. Well, the big, the so. big argument though is he only plays one side. One side. Right? The left side, yeah. I mean, but nobody throws that side. Yeah, you shut down one half. Yeah, that, so like, you know, I don't, are you still not doing your job? If he can be as effective. Yeah, because they say he doesn't shadow, right? Like, right. He doesn't shadow people like yeah. maybe like Revis did back in the day. Sure. Like when Revis was Revis at his Island. best, he was just literally following one person around. Him. Yeah. And he would shut them down to like two catches or yeah. whatever it was, and they were like, he his stats will never blow you away, but you watch film and like nobody ever throws it to him. Mm-hmm. You almost don't even know he's. Playing. Is that Sherman or Revis? Starting? That was Revis. Yeah. I was talking about right in his heyday. It was yeah, like yeah. he would move around the field. So I know what you're saying now. It's like. Sherman just plays the one side. Back in the day, five years ago, right? Or but whatever. it was. Like, they're they're the running backs of defense. Oh, I know. Right? They it, just get because they demolished. have to work the hardest, yeah. right? Moving everywhere on the field. Yeah. Your ligaments aren't meant to move in those directions. <laughs> no, and they're always going backwards yeah. and transitioning. And, oh, my goodness. You can see why. Like, all of a sudden, Revis now is, like, non-existent. He's only 33. So. So. So now. So, okay. So, Sherman's with the 49ers now. They've uh, they've got their man in Garoppolo. 
So the 49ers are... That whole division. Well, that's that's just it. The division now is all topsy-turvy. Like, the Seahawks are probably the worst team in the division now. Yeah, the Rams got Peters, who only, was it Ed Reed, had more picks in his first two years than him. Oh. And then they just got to keep Tlaib as well. So they got yeah. Peters and Tlaib. Yeah. Now are their corners in the Rams, which is like, they're going to need that. They had good defense Jimmy last G. year. Yeah, and they had a good D. Yeah. They have Donald still, mm-hmm. who won Defensive Player of the Year. So, yeah. They're they have Goff and Gurley come back. Yeah. Even 80 per- No, they have to come back as good as they were. If they come back as good as they were last year. Yeah, that division. Even Gurley can, I mean, there's you can't expect him to be quite as good, but mm-hmm. being a running back and the punishment they take. But anyway, the Rams are now phenomenal. If Garoppolo is the real thing, they're they're The contender. 49ers will be. They're a contender to win the division for sure. Yeah. The Raiders, who knows? Or sorry, the it's uh, oh it's something no no the no, Raiders it's, the AFC, um, sorry yeah it's why are we blanking Cardinals Cardinals and Seahawks Cardinals are who okay, knows can we talk Cardinals. about for a second sure. that this man makes more money than anybody that never plays Sam Bradford <laughs> fifteen million guaranteed this year yeah he twenty million dollars for one year but fifteen million of it is guaranteed but when he when he plays he played one game last year but when he plays <laughs> his his his, uh, his Completion percentage is yeah, but he played one game. Like, if they would have signed him like a one, I mean, it's just because one year deal, so it's not really hurting you. Yeah, the benefits outweigh the risks. I get it, but it's incredible how much the guys have been paid. I mean, the cards. The one thing they need have needed is quarterback. quarterback since yeah, and Bradford throwing to Fitzgerald is Palmer probably retired. a whole lot better than even Palmer. But Bradford's just never on the field. So I know. It's weird. But, if he, but he, I mean, two years ago for the Vikings, he played the whole, the whole season, didn't he not? Uh, yeah, or the half of the season, yeah. or whatever it was, after they acquired him. After Bridgewater him. went down. After they acquired him, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's still crazy. But that, so in that division, you got Garoppolo. Russell Wilson's probably still the best in that division, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but you're right. I think as when a team, the chips are down, yeah, yeah, you want him but coming the, back. But you're right that they're probably maybe the worst now. As a team, I mean, it's hard to say. It's yeah. hard to say with the Cardinals, like with the Cardinals. But yeah, I mean, they're definitely yeah. not the favorite anymore. Like they have. No, in the last. I think the Rams for sure have leapfrogged them. And if Garoppolo's for real, then then the 49ers, yeah. To say. Uh, other big ones, obviously, probably the biggest domino to fall: Cousins signing with the Vikings, fully guaranteed contract. Three years. Yeah. Um, and then, Quince, uh, uh, consequently, uh, Case Keenum signs with the Broncos. Broncos. Hey, Teddy Two Gloves with the Jets? Teddy Two Gloves with the Jets, man. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the quarterback's just going It's all crazy over the how the Vikings, all three, they just let him go. They didn't even... No, it's just... Yeah. I, I'm surprised they didn't at least bring one of them back yeah. as a backup. But I mean, I guess all. if Bradford's going to get $20 bucks from the Cardinals, he's not going to stay as a backup. And no. How much? I don't know how much... What's the Bridgewater contract with the Jets? I think it's not a super amount. I'll check. But, did you know term, though? It's only one year, it I think. Is only one I think year. it's a prove it deal, right? It has mm-hmm. to be. So now, I mean, it won't look as weird when he's wearing gloves outside, at least. <laughs> at least when he's playing half half the season at home, it's not going to look weird when he's wearing gloves outside. This is so true. And that's fine. It's fine. You can do that. Um, yeah. And then there's a couple of crazy moves like the Keenum one to the Broncos is interesting. Eighteen mil a year. Yeah. Because. He played so well for the Vikings last year. He had that. He had an unbelievable moment that people at that game will never forget. The Stefan Diggs yeah. pass um, against the Saints. But it makes me wonder: Are you going to go back to the Case Keenum who started for the for the Texans? You know, like are you? Is it yeah, gonna are be you going to be? Keenum? Yeah, even then he had some good stats, but they didn't have team wins. Right. So that was when he still had Andrew Johnson stuff, and he was throwing some like really good. And is games. the Broncos' defense still that good? Yeah. Is it still good enough? Because when Manning was there, you, even though Manning was a ghost of his former self, yeah, he's still Peyton Manning, right? He still has that prestige back there. And in your heads, you can think, man, if we need it in the fourth quarter, he'll come through. Yeah. Does Case Keenum give you that same kind yeah, of? I don't know. Confidence. And isn't that funny? They go from like. The, having the three tallest quarterbacks to having yeah. the shortest one on their roster. So wait, who's not on their roster anymore? Like out of the heist, Paxton Lynch and Simeon. Yeah, who like they can't? There's no way they have four guys there now. They might. <laughs> Osweiler would be gone. I think he just signed for a one year. One year, yeah. Oh man. Well, he's he's 
he's broke too, so that's sad. It's, that's just dep- oh man. He's an Feel bad for Brock Osweiler. Yeah. Quick update: Teddy Bridgewater they didn't release the, and he's still working on a contract. Oh, okay. But it's working towards a one-year with deal the with the Jets, but no term. Um, yeah, and I, I thought Paxton Lynch too was actually. And then here's the other. See here's the other one that I think you'll I think will interest you the most, Neil. I, when I saw it, I thought, ooh, how is Neil going to feel about this one? The Packers releasing Jordy Nelson, Jordy Nelson and then signing Jimmy White Graham. Light, White Lightning. And then signing Jimmy Graham. I did not know that was his nickname until... I didn't either until you just told me Yeah, now. Aaron Rodgers called him White Lightning, okay. which is a fantastic name. But, uh, yeah, I surprised. Packers don't normally do that, right? They like to keep their shit in-house. Mm-hmm. So, like, then they... And then there's rumors that he's going to sign with the Saints. Which would be funny. Which... Because they were supposed to get Jimmy Graham back. Was what I thought. Initially, the, yeah. the rumors were that... Graham is going to sign back with the Saints. And the Saints. tight end one is interesting because they tried the same thing with Martellus Bennett last right. year. But Jimmy, Jimmy Graham always was better at getting touchdowns. So. I think he has the most red zone touchdowns in the last two seasons or something like that. Yeah, or three even or whatever yeah. it is. Even though Seattle wasn't great, he still that's where he did his most yeah. damage still. Yeah. Because he is. He's still a nightmare down there. It's just And so the Packers should be down there more than Seattle, quite honestly. So do you think it's an... The one thing I will say, and this kind of goes back to the Sam Bradford argument, is... Nelson's good, but he's always he's never on the field. Yeah, and then I think what they saw Nelson without Rodgers last year and were like, he's expendable. Yeah. We don't need to pay him this much money because he's yeah. not good without a quarterback. Right. Right? Like, without Rodgers, <laughs> I mean, he was... Com- I know, to be fair, to be fair look not- at the guy who... They, they <laughs> literally Hunt. had no co- quarterback back there. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, and that's fair, but he didn't do it. But I would Devon- have had Nathan Peter. But, like, Devontae Adams did well still. Like, got all that the was a shout-out to Adam, by yeah. the way. Yeah, but got all the shut-up, like, the touchdowns and stuff like that, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Devontae Adams is great. Great, year. right, with with Hundley. So, I think they saw, well, you know what? Well, we, I'd rather pay Devontae Adams more than Jordy Nelson. Aaron Rodgers can make anybody look good. So, do you think, mentality. I guess my question is, do you think the Jimmy Graham acquisition is an upgrade over Jordy Nelson? Or is it at least a lateral move? Do they... If it all works out, it's a lateral move. I Do think. they not get? I don't think they get worse. No, I, I don't think so either. Because honestly, like, yeah. I think I think it's good for the pack. I think. Yeah. Not that I really care if the Packers are good or not. Yeah. But I think it's a good move. I think if it's Jordan, an interesting one because they did the same thing last year. So I find if that Jordy funny. Nelson goes to the Saints, though, I also think that's a good move for the Saints. Yes. Because I feel like they have more versatility there. Well, with Jordy Thomas Nelson and David Thomas, and then with Camara. And they still have and Ingram. Ingram. Woo! That's a good offense. I like the I like the Saints last year. I, yeah. Well, no, you like the Saints. I like the Saints last year, and no, and I like them. They should have won that Watching game. Watching, I agree. <laughs> like they had it right. So to me, it's like fuck. I feel like as good as Case Keenum. We go back to that. As good as Case Keenum's season was last year, I think that's the feather in his cap, and it's kind of impressive that the Vikings didn't. They didn't make a knee jerk reaction. Like an emotional Yeah, they, they could have been like, yeah, this guy led us to here. It should be good enough. Yeah, I'm, it's kind of impressive. Now, all that being said, we'll finally see if Kirk Cousins is as good as the stats yes. say he is. Yes, Because he's got the team around him. Yeah. He's got that fucking team around him now. And like the Vikings, if it is that one missing piece, because their defense is top three. Absolutely. And like Stephon Diggs and Thielen or whatever, they... And then Dalvin Cook, they're getting the rookie running back back. Cook back, yeah. Like... They should be really, really good. The Packers are going to be in tough to win that division. You know, you know what might be very interesting though is if it comes down to the NFC Championship game again. Or I guess that was the NFC Championship, but if it comes down to a rematch next year in the playoffs, and it's the Saints and the Vikings against each other again, and Breeze pulls his magic and beats them, <laughs> then then what is the, what are the Vikings saying? I don't know. There's just. I've talked you, me, and Adam have talked about this before, and as good as obviously Brady is, and yeah. and Rogers, Rogers, and even Roethlisberger in the fourth quarter, even yeah. though he's my quarterback. Yeah, there's something about Drew Brees that just like <laughs> I don't know. You never fucking count him out. Yeah, ever. Mm-hmm. And it, the guy you talk about TB12. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what what uh, Brees's method like. <laughs> Diet or workout yeah. regimen is, but the guy hasn't aged either. Yeah, I know. He's incredible. Yeah, when he had he, all those like past thirty-five to whatever he is now, thirty-nine or thirty-four to thirty-nine, whatever it was, like he was throwing the most yards ever. 
ever in the NFL and stuff like that. I mean, like, Roethlisberger lumbers out there like he's got a peg leg. Like, he he looks aged. He does He can still throw. Yes. And he's still, he's still, we, we talked about this before we started recording about the... And he's the, always kind of lumbered a little bit, but he's We talked about the Le'Veon Bell thing about how Le'Veon Bell, you know, he's not the most valuable player on the team. It's still either Brown or ben. Roethlisberger. It just is. Yes. Like, as good as... And this is the way... We can get this is a side tangent because I'm a little I'm honestly a little frustrated with this whole Le- Le'Veon Bell thing about yeah. him holding out, being pissed off, getting franchised, just not making fourteen million bucks, dude. Yeah, like you can never convince me that as good as a guy like Kamara is or like Gurley was last year, you but you just can't convince me that the running back is ever the most valuable player on a team. I know it's so he hard. just isn't. It's not. It's not the Sean Alexander, Levin yeah. Tomlinson years anymore. The last the last one that was Adrian closer Peterson. to that was Adrian Peterson yeah. when he did go for almost twenty one hundred yards. Yeah. Because that was like, he was basically winning games. And that was a different league, though. It was. It already, and that was already, like, what? And, like, Le'Veon Bell, he says, you know, well, I want to get paid like a, like a wide receiver. Because it's true. He does, his he has almost as many receptions as rushes from scrimmage yeah. sometimes. Well, that's what gives him such great stats in terms of, like, all-purpose yards. But there, there, there lies it, though, is that you're more valuable as a wide receiver than a running back. You're just yeah. running back. Like, don't get me wrong. Nobody stops and reads the line. Like, that's the most impressive thing about Le'Veon Bell, right? He'll yeah. stop. He'll take that extra second to read it, and then mm-hmm. he'll just make that explosive cut. But, I mean, <laughs> you just if you were to take, let's say you take Roethlisberger out and you put it just, uh, I don't know, Landry starts all next year. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right? Like, Landry Jones starts all of next year. Yeah. The back of his, I feel the, like he's, I feel like he's been with the Steelers the, for like the, the six years. The former Sooner, the Oklahoma oh, there you Sooner, go. Landon there you Jones. Go. You would know that. <laughs> like I feel like he was I don't there. Know why I, I know think that. he was there when Brian Leftwich was the backup for God's no, sake. No, come on. I think so. I think Landon no, Jones who, was the no, third stringer then. No, who was the guy that used to always be the backup too for Pittsburgh? I feel like it's been Landon Jones that, forever. Who was that? No, it wasn't Grabkowski or whatever, but it was. Anyway, but if you put him in there and you have Le'Veon Bell. And Antonio Brown, I'm not convinced the team wins mm-hmm. 13 games like they did last year. Yeah. They just don't, right? So, but there's an argument to be made that you could put a guy like Carlos Hyde back there. Yeah. Who, you know, isn't even really maybe a top 10 quarter yeah. running back, but. They said Shanahan, that's why he let Hyde go, though, was because he can't do, like, not a lot of people can do exactly what LeVeon Bell can do, but they like running backs that can catch and stuff. And they right. said Hyde isn't very good. No, of course not. So then Shanahan's thing, he doesn't like that. So that's why. People are always like Hyde's good. Like, why they let him go? The Steelers just have such a wealth. Have such thing. a wealth of like. Even look at their receiving core with with Brown and Martavius Bryant and Juju Smith Schuster. Yeah. And Jesse James, and like they just have so many options on that team that you just can't convince me. Like, I'm sorry, Bell, you can't convince me that you're the reason why this team won 13 games last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. I I'm, I'm not. But I, in, it sounds heartless. But like yeah. I'm not sad if a running back leaves after he's been utilized. Like yeah, he'll make for, he'll make his 14 million this year. He won't he won't fucking work out or do anything until game one, which is fine. Yeah, and the team will be good. They'll be a favorite in the AFC. But if he leaves after next year because he doesn't want to get franchised, then like yeah, I don't know. I know what you're saying. I think I I do in some ways though. I like how he's holding his ground a little bit still sure. too. Yeah, because they, they have rights. Yeah, too. and it's good for the players, right? Like they they want. You know, like we talked, like I think they're gonna walk out when the That's what you'd CBA, say, yeah. yeah, because the contracts have gone a little out of control. There's too much power the other way, right? It's you like can just the, cut a guy. You can just cut. They, they, like we were saying, the what makes it interesting sometimes actually for fans is that like it's the Wild West. They can just move contracts, restructure them, cut them. Yeah. No penalties. Like they can do whatever they want, pretty much. Yeah. And so guys are always on the free agent market. Yeah. Like what's happened this year, right? People move so quickly, but. Yeah, I mean, but I like how he's holding his ground a little bit. I, I do respect him for that, at least, is that he's trying his best to reset the market a little bit for running backs, which I think is commendable. Sure. He's the I'm... one to do it because he probably is arguably the best one, Yeah, right? Yeah, it's, when, guess... it's when Gurley comes up for a thing, he needs to do the same thing. It, there needs to be a train, right? It needs to be... I guess the thing that just pisses me off is your franchise takes 14 million bucks and you're saying you're underpaid. Fully guaranteed. And you're saying you're underpaid. That's, that's what kind of... And yeah, then he... and he's saying I'm not coming to... Which, yeah. Training camp. So, yeah. anyway, we can move on from that. Is Charlie there... Batch is who I was thinking Charlie Batch, yeah. Good call. He was like there He was there forever, yeah. Good call. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, but anyway. No, I, yeah, yeah. I, I had Charlie Batch. I was like, man, he has been... 
He was like that, the Steelers. That's yeah. that's a good call. I totally forgot about Charlie. He yeah. actually started an, a playoff game. That's why. A couple of years ago. Yes. Ben was hurt and Charlie <laughs> Batch. I think he won the game um, oh, against man. like the Dolphins or something. Yeah, whatever. Um, any other players we missed? Any other big transactions? Well, I'd say like the Browns are trying. Oh right, stuff, yeah. Different Atlanta, stuff. Uh, Jarvis, Jarvis Landry, Landry, Tyrod Taylor, yeah. Carlos Hyde. Yeah. So now I don't know what they're going to do with their draft, but Joe Thomas retires. Joe Thomas retires, which is big. So that's the thing we kind of talked about is a lot of people saying Saquon Barkley's they're going to go with him. Yeah. A lot of things I've read though is that, you know the move they should be making is drafting Chubb and mm-hmm. having him and uh, Miles, Miles Garrett yeah. as the two just front end twin, monsters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is an argument to be made too though that I've read with the, with this change in in. Uh, style of play in the NFL with not as many dropbacks, more shotgun, more yeah. that kind of stuff that end rushers aren't quite maybe as valuable as they used to be because they, they you need to like if you're gonna like, it's almost the nose tackles the more valuable because well, you've got to get there quicker. That's what people were saying that's what makes Donald so valuable. Right. It's funny you say that because that's what makes Donald the most important piece of the Rams. Right. It's that he disrupts the entire center. Yeah. Yeah. He gets there fast. Better than anybody because I guess in sacks the are are every year have gone down more and more and more yes. because it's not actually Sacking quarterback is getting your hands up, like you said, disrupting that yes. flow, that that feel in there, yeah. and getting them off their rhythm so is like really you're the case. Saying, like those, like, which is exactly what Donald does. Yeah, yeah. So it's funny. So maybe, so maybe, yeah, maybe the argument about taking the other D end isn't as yeah. strong. And I think the running back thing is that like you have the chance, <laughs> you like might you, as well take well, and you have Tyrod Taylor, at, who is the most has the most rushing yards for quarterback and so maybe instead of just trying to make these wholesale changes you ease your way in and what do you do maybe a little conservative on the offense but you have an explosive player like Barkley and Tyrod yeah. Taylor to run the ball you can maybe just run down people's throats a little different and especially in the NFC North I'm sure they'd appreciate that AFC, tough rough yeah. football oh. in the AFC North sorry yeah, yeah. so but oh, no Christ, I just think up. I think it's it's good to see that they're trying <laughs> like they are they finally have all these picks, and they're just like, "Fuck it, we can just start chucking things around." Yeah. It doesn't matter. And, and they kept their most, in, yeah, they kept their most important too, and they got rid of people. And Tyrod Taylor, man, now he's got a chance, right? Just to like with somebody else that like, hey, he doesn't turn the ball over, and like, what did the Browns do the most last year? They turned the ball over most in the NFL. Yeah. And so they got somebody that doesn't turn it over. It might not. He's always gonna kind of be just the middle ground dude that like whatever, but he takes care of it. And so they didn't have any chance to win games last year because they never had the ball because they were always giving it away. Yeah. So I think that was specifically why they went after him. Because he just didn't – he had the lowest turnover ratio other than like – Just a modern-day David Garrard, eh? It never is. Never turning it over. That's all it is. And the David Garrard's a perfect example of that, right? But they made the playoffs <laughs> yeah, with Maurice – Because the Jacksonville went – But they made it with Maurice Jones-Drew, right? Like yeah. they might be able to start there, right? Just get there, you know, right now. You don't need to get yeah. all of it back right away, right? I was always a, more of a left Twitch fan um, myself. Other than David Garrard, yeah. Um, we had Garrard would have like 11 touchdowns, like two interceptions like for a season. You're like, what? Yeah, I know. It was crazy. I think he won an entire season once without t- – Turnover, didn't he? It could be. Interception. Could be. Um, Okay. That's probably a good comparison. Runs better than him, though, but David Garrard actually wasn't very fast. No. Tyron can actually move, but yeah. Um, Okay, a little NBA, I guess. Yeah, we haven't talked to NBA in a while. No, we haven't. And, like, the season's winding down, much like the NHL. We're getting really close to the playoffs. Because you can always tell, too, because the sun's coming out. Yeah. So No, it was crazy because I got... This is always, like, the really... This is the best time of year for, like... So I got offered... I got offered tickets to a, to a game, and uh, to a... so I was to an Oilers game. Okay, and the person was like, "Hey, so like, take a look at the home schedule and let me know what works for you." And I'm looking, I'm like, "Holy shit!" There's like four home games left. Yeah, like the season's almost over. Almost like it's over. almost. But you know what? One, two, one, two, three. There's six home games left. Yeah, it's not a lot. Seven. Yeah, that's crazy, eh? Oh, the game against the Sharks is here tonight. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah. So the difference though is, I was, so I was watching the, f- <laughs> we're going to get in the NBA. Well, I guess we'll get into it after. We'll yep. talk Oilers first. Quick little Oilers. So I, uh, I was watching that Flames game last night and you know, no, more normally around this time, it's like, oh, you know, like tank, get a better pick, all that kind of shit. But I'm like, this is the first time in a while where I'm watching the game and I want them to like, I shouldn't say first time in a while, this time last year we're on a fucking playoff push. Playoff push. I think we'd clinched by this point, probably, right? Pretty close, anyway. Um, actually, no, I don't. They didn't clinch with like a, like no, six they, games left. But we had a hundred points last year. Yeah, hundred and three points, right? 
Actually, no one's even clinched yet. I can look this up because I remember taking an Instagram picture. You gotta think the day no, no one in the NHL is clinched. March twenty eighth. It was March twenty eighth, so it's two weeks from now. Two weeks, which makes sense. Yeah, I I took a picture. Seven coaches, thirteen first round picks, four first overall picks, one hundred fifty nine skaters, eighteen goalies. So we finally made playoffs again, oh, and we're out again. Anyway, um, no, you know what? Like it, most times during the quote unquote decade of darkness. Which I know you love. So I need much. a different. We need a different name on this podcast for because I hate calling it that. It just sounds so like, I don't know. This know. isn't a. It's like they were playing that whole. Yeah, I don't know. Decade, we'll just come up with something else. Yeah, we'll just, just say like in our the decade we did make it. I know people love alliteration, but decade of darkness just sounds like, like some cheesy like eighth grade poem. Like we didn't see the sun for. But it's 10 like it's years. like some poem you write in, yeah. in grade eight, like when you're all angsty. Yeah. Like, oh, decade of darkness. <laughs> Listening to Blink One Eighty Two, nothing but no, like Nine Inch Nails or something. Yeah, yes. Anyway, sorry. I yeah, was, Blink's too happy. I was, I was, I was watching the Social Network last night, and Trent Reznor does all the music in it. So I was like, man, like this would like <laughs> as, as it's playing because I forgot that he did it, and that opening scene, it's this like grindy like industrial music, and like it comes up music by Trent Reznor. I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that makes total sense. <laughs> Which makes me think, like, why does he not do more music for, for like, dark... I watched that movie, The Super Dark Times, I was thinking about, like, he would yeah. be perfect for that movie. Oh, man. But, you know, when you think about it, Fincher, Reznor, yeah. you're like, the, the names... Yeah. It's kind of weird that Sorkin's in there with him. Anyway, we're going on a way tangent. Yeah. Uh, tangent, but... Oh. The Oilers. Yeah. Most times, during the lost seasons... You're like, like you're worried about tanking. You're like, and, who's who's the prospect? And around this time, you're like they're just mailing it in. But this team actually kind of gives a shit still. Like, yeah, McDavid's trying to fire them up. He's uh, clearly trying to win the scoring title. Oh man, but Kucherov another four points last night. Did he? Yeah. Wow. So now he's eight back, Ooh. I think. Yeah. Not happening. Malkin is. Malkin might. Malkin might. New just look great since coming back from injury. Yeah. Uh, Dry saddle still still looks good. He, he does. He doesn't look great. He's not as dominant out there as he was before. Yeah, but last year you're gonna look at his stats and they're gonna be better than they were last oh, year. Oh, for sure. And they're a shit team. So Nurse has obviously been amazing. Yeah. Car uh, has been great. My boy. Talbot's more goals than Luch. Yeah, and you know Talbot they were showing over the past five five starts. I think is mm-hmm. like goals against is under two. His save percentage is like nine thirty. Yeah. So it's just like. There was just a lot of things that worked again. You know, Clefbaum was out again. He's coming back. He still has to get so- shoulder surgery, apparently. Or they're thinking he might get it. They're not I'm like, sure. why not just shut him down and let Bear... Bears look great. Yeah. You know, like... I almost wonder, though, if the whole Bear thing is just uh, showcasing him for the offseason in case they need to make a big trade. You think so? I think... I, oh, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think they want to see what they have yeah. a little bit. Even though he's young and he probably won't be a full-time player for them next year, they're like, let's see what... We want to see flashes of what he can bring. But if you right? can, he's a right shot, right? Bear? Yes. Yeah. So if you can pair him with that first round pick, no matter wherever it is, and get a starting defenseman, yeah. and maybe throw, obviously throw in another prospect or roster player in there, yeah, and make that move, like I think that is what really they're doing with Bear, or mm-hmm. like you said, maybe just seeing what they have. Yeah. Yeah, because I think when they originally drafted him and then when he started to progress, I think they've always thought of him as that person that they're finally missing that has a big shot yeah. from the point, right? Yamamoto has obviously looked incredible yeah. since the World Junior Championship. Yeah, he'll so. make our team faster and stuff. But I'm just I'm, I'm more looking at these are guys. Like, see, this is this is the problem, though. Is we can't regress back to the point where, like, okay, we got these young, young guys, guys coming up through the know. pipeline. I was like, no. If you have these guys and they're showing... Signs of progress. Yeah, you gotta flip them now for a guy who's gonna help you now. Yeah, you gotta bring in that 28, 29 year old defenseman. Yeah, who's who you can keep, who you will have for maybe five, six more mm-hmm. years, but you can't. And then I get it. You gotta bring in the contract things, and you know, well, yeah. Bear and Yamamoto will be cheaper. You can't afford to pay a guy seven. Yeah, bucks. and that's that's what what the best teams have been able to do is have their core in place and supplement with young guys. The problem is, do we have a core in defense? Oh, you know what? We, 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 don't, have, we, we don't, don't have a core deep enough in terms of we're missing the defensive core. But maybe we do. You know what? And that was the big thing. Maybe Sakara being for a full year, Nurse again another And that's what year. I mean. Coming, in, coming to the year, Sekera was out until December. And then yeah. even when he came back, Larson went out. His dad was sick. Then his dad died. You know, condolences there, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, that's going to mess with your mental, mental yeah. game a bit. Clefbaum's been in and out with injuries. Nurse has really been the only stable force throughout the entire yeah. season. I don't think he's missed a game, has he? No. Him and Chris Russell, I guess, actually. But For a guy that blocks know, that amount of shots, how does he not 
miss a game. But maybe that's kudos to him, actually, ironically. But. And Benning's been in and out of the lineup. Yeah. So maybe going forward, I, I, I'm not 100% convinced either that we even live in the days where you need that number one defenseman to win a Stanley Cup championship anymore. I mean, Subban's going to help, obviously, with Nashville this year. They're looking incredibly. Just they just have, yeah, they're... Whatever they do, like generally we've always said about Nashville, like the forward group is kind of whatever. They've, yeah. they've really rounded it out, but look how long it's taken them to round it out, ironically. But then, D, you so look at who they've traded, Yo you're Z. like, are you kidding me? Or they just let Ryan Suter walk, they traded Seth Jones, and they traded Shea Weber from their team, and you'd probably still say they have, what, the best D, probably? Yeah. Know? It's incredible what they're able to do. I don't yeah. know. Seth Jones is a beast for Columbus. Yeah. Like... Any other team would not just trade their right-handed young defenseman, but they're like, ah, oh, no. And then they just acquire Subban for it later. Must be nice. But that's what happens when you draft well. You have ammunition to do hockey moves like that. Yeah. Which is which supplement maybe like, they were like, yeah, we want the outspoken personality because our fan base is kind of whatever. So they went after Subban with yeah. no worries about like, yeah. you know. But he fits that Southern He style. fits, for sure he does. So I think that all has to do with play. But you're able to do that when you have ammunition like defense. Because defense, they've been able to round out their forward group by getting a Ryan Johansson because they were able to trade at the... But yeah. then they still had the, the depth underneath it. So, where the Oilers are working in reverse. They're yeah. trying to get the D, but you ha- they've always kind of had the forwards lately. And, then and now, wingers, which I've always said is like... The, and then now we have no wingers. Yeah. Like, we have our wings have been non-existent all year. Well, yeah. what's our... Because I... what The stat that encompasses it for me, obviously Nuge got hurt, so it's a little bit funny, but... Over McDavid's last 22 games, he has 37 points. That would put him third on the team in scoring for the <laughs> entire season. That's shocking. I mean, the incredible thing. But Nuge is hurt. So I would say, like, Nuge would have been there. But he, the only person he wouldn't have passed was Dreisaitl. Yeah. I mean, the biggest thing. So it's, it's just been like that lack of. The biggest thing for sure that hurt us. Talbot's inconsistent at the start of the year. Yeah. Because now, look at, he's been playing well and, like, we're winning no, and games. No, like, and I would say that the Oilers, like,. Yeah, they let a couple games but get away from But the biggest them. thing, obviously, is the special teams. Yeah. Because I if know. we... I know. We've talked about before. If we had even just average special teams, yeah. no, we, you, would, we you, would be playing... We're competing for the playoffs. I know, I'm not saying we'd be in it right because, now. No, but we'd was, have 80 points. But I was just going to say to you, because the other thing, too, is that they haven't been able to get... Because in today's NHL, it's just about getting overtime. It's not even about... Yeah. No, because I looked. Calgary has five more wins in regulation than us. Yeah. And they're still in the playoff race. Yeah. Well, that's ten points. That's not even that much. What is, but then six more games in overtime. What does Connor have right now? Eighty-one points, eighty-four points. I can't remember what it is. Eighty-four. Uh, it's eighty-four. And I, 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 I might mistake this, but the, when the graphic came up yesterday, do you know how many power play points he has? It's only like fifteen. Or Fourteen. Yeah. So he has he's seventy 90, points. He's ninety. Yeah, he's got the most five-on-five five points in the NHL. So that's what. That's just it. So it's like we yeah. had an well, av- Drysaddle too. If we right? had an has, average power play, Drysaddle is almost seventy points, if not seventy points, and he's got like ten power play. If points. we had an average power play, I know. Well, and that, I was gonna say that would help with some of those stats too, right? Like some of the wingers might have got some goals, and our power play yeah. was just working, right? But. And not to like hammer on the point because he's had just a terrible year, but it's true. Like Lucic has been on the power play the entire yeah. season on that number one unit, and he has ten goals. Yeah. So there's like a big problem there. But I understand. I've come to the conclusion that this is what they're doing. They they're not getting out of the contract. No. So people, no. everyone needs to just move on yeah. from it. Even I've just like accepted it. Like I've always been like I was disappointed, and and about halfway through the year he was doing what he did. He was at nine goals. Mm-hmm. Remember we were saying he's yep. going to finish around probably 20, and then he went on that absurd 30-game goal No goal streak, yeah. He's got, four, he's got one goal in his last 41 or whatever the hell it is at this point. It's so stupid. It's just like, it's over-exaggerated. It's so bad. Yeah. But they're not getting away from his contract. So I, I have a problem with McClellan saying that you need to earn your ice time and then giving it to him, and I get all that kind yeah. of shit. But they're doing it because they need this guy to be a productive player for Right. Them. They are trying to get him... Going before the end of next season, that like he ends well, and it's like I do have it still. And he's admitted that he just the biggest thing from his offseason is to lose some weight, get faster out there. Like, I think he wants to lose 20 pounds or 15 pounds or something. He's gonna have to. So, there's a chance, and this is the big thing that we're so reactive, not just in the city, just in sports in general, with Twitter, sports Twitter, and everything like that. We're so reactive and so quick to, to either crown the next. Hero, yeah, or vilify the next exactly. demon, right? When so. when we signed Lucic last year, I know a lot of fans so were fifty points last year. They were so happy that we finally had that rough and tough guy that could put it in the net. 
And I've never been a biggest fan of Lucic, but he absolutely did his job last year. And if he would have done the similar thing this year, people would have said nothing about his contract. It's because he went on, like, and because of all the opportunity he got. But that was a microcosm of the team, too. Our power play was shit, and he was just on the power play all the time. So then it's, like, easy to make a connection. But, like, it's been a whole team effort for how shitty they've been. And it bled into his game maybe more than others. So and that's the point I was going to make is that we're two years into this contract. Yeah. Maybe next year he were, I mean, I think... There's going to be a turn of fortunes for a lot of players next yes. year on this team. I think that it's so we're so quick to jump on. Oh, we got it. That Lucic contract yes. it sucks. We need to jump off it. All that kind of yeah. stuff. But there's a chance that next year, yeah, he does turn it around. He has 20 goals. I'm not saying he's he should be playing necessarily in the first line. Like I think there's or a, first power play unit. I do think they should revisit that stuff. I think there's a case to be made that you start next year with Nuge, McDavid, and Puliarvio as your top line. Yes, that'd be interesting. That'd yeah. be an interesting mix. And so I think, or I think there's you got to like a year now that like you get PRB keep speaking English all that stuff. You put him on the first power play unit because he's got a better shot than ninety percent of your team, and you're not using it. And I get that he's young and blah 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 blah, but I think it's something you need to explore. Try different things. If it's not Lucic in front of the net, maybe it's JJ Carr. Yeah, this net, right? He had this right shot, this uh, wrist shot yesterday when he was coming down the wing. That was just a can. And it was fuck, man. Like yeah. Mike Smith, I literally think he got his blocker on it. Yeah. And he was kind of high and almost handcuffed him, but I yeah. feel like Mike Smith almost—it was like a like a late section rea- yeah, was, reaction. His yeah. shot is so hard, but and I know everyone's like, "Oh, how can you be giving Lucic this much ice time and pull your?" Well, that's what it is, and I and I and I, I do understand that because it has been like a loss, but it's just like I was saying. I think it's because they're trying; they can't get out from Lucic's contract. Okay, it's a no movement clause. There's too many years left. Nobody's taking that contract. It's a bad contract. We get it. Yeah, we have to move on from that fact. And I'm starting to realize that too. Is that like, let's see what the solutions can be within the team then, like. I think next year, I don't think they're going to give Lucic as much freedom. They're going to tell him in the offseason, you got to lose weight. Yeah. And then you're going to have to earn your way back up to this first power play unit. We did it for you this year, but... I think it'll he'll start the year in the with, top six with the opportunity. Because he'll always be there. But I think you're right. They'll give him a shorter leash. Yes, I you, think so too. Right? Especially if the team struggles early on yeah. again. And then if a guy comes like Kara comes in and he's playing if you know maybe on a next level from what he's been doing this year, then you give him that... Chance to be the front man presence in front of the net if you still want to run that similar type of power play unit, you know stuff like that, right? Do we have? I'm, I'm just trying to look it up right now. Do you know if we have uh, uh, Aberg under contract next year? Or is he a free agent? I'm not sure. I don't know what. I'm his. looking it up right now. So yeah, I, I just we're quick to jump on Lucic. The guy's self aware. I'll give him that. He knows yeah. he's had a terrible year. He knows he has done absolute nothing to earn that six million dollars. It's also not his fault that he got signed six million dollars as somebody else's. Well, and see, you know, yeah. if, if I'm Lucic, I sign that contract every day of the week. So we have to stop blaming the players and stuff. And I, I do think that sometimes we are quick to jump even on Shirelli, but really, that's who you should be aiming at. You should be aiming at the people in charge, right? The, yeah. The players, I don't like ta- attacking specifically as much um, because that's not their fault. But and the same token, you still have to perform. And he's had a rough year, but he, like I said, like anytime you listen to him talk. He understands. He yeah. gets it. Like, he knows, like, I'm getting paid $6 million an hour or $6 million a year, and I'm riding shotgun with Connor McDavid, and I can't score in 31 games. So we have Auberg under contract next year for okay. $650,000. Okay. Yeah, we have Kara under contract, too, for a very similar price tag. 700000 Yeah. So the, the reason I bring this up is because I think to start the year, we, we as you kind of brought the point about wingers. Yes. We, I mean, we have Aberg, we have Kara. No, I'm saying Kara's a top six forward, but he, he can move up and down. We have Strom, who he's an RFA, but, you know, obviously they'll probably bring him back. Yeah. Um, Slepyshev, I think, is a guy that, yeah, he's kind of lost favor a little bit, it seems like, but I wouldn't be surprised. They should bring him back. Yeah. I think you have guys, I mean, he's 23 years old. You have guys who, and then Pooley Arby, obviously. Pool party, I hope they really. So you can, they, there are guys you can manipulate up there that if you have, now whether you decide to have, Nugent McDavid together or McDavid and Drysaddle together or whoever like whether it's Nugent Hopkins or Drysaddle on that second line you have guys you can manipulate through that mm-hmm. those top four spots that I think can be productive Kajula is another guy who like who knows mm-hmm. um, what do you think they do with Yamamoto next year is he old enough to play in the A next year yeah so do you think he starts in the AHL well no. he obviously starts with the team uh it's up to him. They need speed, and if he brings speed, then they're going to... And they have the size, so like him being small doesn't matter. It doesn't really matter at all. You think they should bring back Mike Camilleri? No. No? No. I think they should. Yeah, I would just say no because I just I do want to see them 
solid internally, but he's, still, he's, he's not he a long, internal. But he's not a long term solution for you. One year deal. Yeah. Do you like him though? There, like he doesn't have a lot of speed. I know he he goes. I think he's valuable in the bottom six. You need veterans in the bottom six. We yeah. lost Latesta. We lost Hendricks. No, like, I know we lost you need, Maroon. You need those guys in the bottom six. Yeah. I think you you can make room for the yeah. young kids. Up I'd be top. curious. I'll be I'll be curious to see what they do. Like, I think they they need to send pool yari pool party away, and give them a specific set of work on this this and this. You come back here and you've done all these. You're gonna be one of our yeah. our main cogs, right? He's young, but it's a wing. He's defensively, he's he's fine. Yeah. His forecheck's great. I think they're just like, you know, whatever. I think McClellan is almost figuring out a little bit what he has with everybody else because I think they know Puyarby a little bit's gonna be there. Yeah. Because he is still really young, so it's interesting to see. Okay, NBA. Yeah, let's, let's get wrap NBA it up. Talk. Wrap it up in the, okay. with the NBA. Uh, yeah, the Raptors are fifty and seventeen. Mm-hmm. Let's just put that out there right away. I can't believe in my lifetime we might see a sixty-win Raptor team, which is. A gigantic number. Yeah. I just they've won fourteen of fifteen, they've won nine in a row. For anyone that's curious, their franchise record is actually only eleven. So they are two wins away from tying their record. They so they played, need ten wins. They need they need to go ten and five to get okay. sixty wins. So here's their schedule. Do you see five losses in the schedule? So they're at Indiana tomorrow. Which is a tough game, but versus Dallas, versus Oklahoma. At Orlando, at Cleveland, versus Brooklyn, versus the Clippers, versus the Nuggets, at Celtics, at Cavs, versus Celtics, versus Pacers, versus Ma- versus Magic, at Detroit, at Miami. So they could drop one to Boston, one to Boston, one, one to, to the Cleveland, Cavs. maybe. But Cleveland's losing still to t- yeah, shit teams, man. Crap. And is Cleveland is it in Toronto? Uh, they have two games, so they have one in Cleveland. Cleveland? Oh no, they have both at Cleveland actually. Oh. Both at Cleveland. They're both at Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Well, if we know anything, though, when they beat Cleveland this year by 34, it was in Cleveland, if you're curious. Yeah. Uh, Boston is, they play twice? They play Boston twice, one at home, one, one on the road. So that's a one and one, I would say. I'd say so, too. They'll beat Detroit. They'll beat Detroit. They'll beat the Magic. That Miami one's interesting because that could be their first round matchup. Yeah. Last game of the season. Miami plays them tough, too. They, should, they could play Miami and then have a seven-game series against Miami. Yeah. But yeah, they should beat Orlando. Yep. They have two against Indiana. They could split that. They, they'll probably beat Indiana. Bowl. If they win Both tonight, games? they're going to beat them next time. Okay. Okay. They're going to beat Dallas. They'll beat Dallas. Because that's one of their losses, is the Dallas. Uh, I know OKC beat us the first time we played them. I think they'll beat them. But is, that, is OKC at home? No, it's in Toronto. It's in Toronto? Mm-hmm. Beautiful. They'll beat OKC. Beat Orlando. Probably... Beat Cleveland that first yeah. one. I think they beat Cleveland twice. Man. Beat Brooklyn again. Beat the Clippers. Send a message, baby. Beat the Clippers. I could see them losing to Denver. Denver, they've lost once to Denver this yeah. year. Denver's yeah. Denver's sneaky. Yeah, their their record against. So when I was listening to the other day, their record against sub five hundred teams is like twenty five and two, mm-hmm. or something like something just obnoxious. It's like so stupid. They have only lost two games. I think once to Dallas. And one is to, I don't even know who the other one was. Like, it's just, it's crazy. But then their record against, like, teams top five in each conference. I remember them is, losing like, to some shit team not too long. Oh, it, uh... The Bucks is their last loss. That OT one. Yeah. Uh, was it Utah when Utah was fi- sub-500? Because they lost yes. Utah back in January. That's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. But Utah... Lost at Philly. Yeah. Lost against Miami. Yeah. Okay, see, Dallas... Dallas, that was their tough stretch. Clippers at Clippers, but it, all those games they like that was when they were going out west. They had at their, Knicks, at Knicks. That's what the other one was then. Sorry, that's right. They lost to the Knicks. And then yeah, at Denver, huge. That was one hundred twenty nine to one eleven. So that's uh, their only loss this year, I think, over ten points mm-hmm. or over fifteen or whatever it is. They have the most losses by less than six points. Lost to Portland early in the year too. Yeah, fourth, fourth game of the year. Yeah. They also beat Houston twice this year. Yeah. Played Golden State ultra tight in both games. Blew out the Cavs. Blew out Boston. Yeah. So they have played well. But, like, it's the... They got to beat OKC and they got to beat Denver because those are two mm-hmm. two of their bigger losses in the year. So, it, it for me to see them as, like, legit, I'd like to see them kind of avenge those losses. Right? Hang a number on them. Prove that you're kind of legit. 
for sure. So yeah, it's, it should be interesting. They had they've had a really good schedule down the. They've had a good schedule here. This was like their easy section, and they yeah. just destroyed it, which is good. That's what you're supposed to do yeah. if you're a good team, right? They took advantage of finally having like a kind of an easy schedule. So it's gonna be. Miami, Milwaukee, Philadelphia—they're yeah. like all obviously like the biggest thing now is just like stay healthy. They're do not get hurt yeah. with like fifteen games left. Those three game, those three teams are a game apart. Obviously, Detroit's way out. They're like six, six out. game, six and a half games from out. Miami, right? Yeah, from Miami, or five and a half games yeah, out. Cleveland's fallen all the way to fourth. Cleveland's fourth. They're game and a half up on Washington. Washington had a chance last night to win. Yeah, Washington plays Boston tonight. Ooh. But Boston has no Horford, no Irving tonight. I'm still, I I don't know why I have this inkling, but I just have this feeling when John Wall comes back, Washington's going to be dangerous. Mm-hmm. If they they're in that, if they sneak into fourth, there I don't know. It'd be funny though because if Toronto, so let's say all things being equal, they end right now. Yeah, they play Cavs in the second round. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like go, ghosts of Toronto's past. past yeah. Well, that's people like I'm not, even, I'm not even scared of Cleveland though. No, like, I, I get, am not. I bet, I'm I bet not, man. Playoff LeBron is playoff LeBron, yes, but and and that's fine. But and like I'm supposed to be scared of Larry Nance and Roger Jordan Hood. Clarkson. Like, come on. Like, yeah. sorry. Like, who are you kidding? I, yeah, and they're getting blown out by teams. Like, yeah. people are beat. They, yeah, I understand it's the regular season, but like, you can't. Ugh. And then the West is just fucked. The West is amazing in terms of, like, if you're a fan of any of those teams, the stress you're going to feel for the next, like, three weeks is unbearable. I think, I think to me, the most, so, you know, obviously, like, Portland, third. Yeah, before Oklahoma we City's not, They're not fourth. New Orleans is yeah. fifth now. Before we were recording, we were talking about a couple surprise teams, like Portland, the Pelicans. Yeah. Have jumped into like the yeah the three four the spots Clippers after training Blake Griffin are still in the playoffs. San Antonio is ninth. They are out of the playoffs. They're tied right now. Right now. Yeah. So so San Antonio, Utah, and L.A. Clippers, Clippers obviously, yeah. all fifteen and a half games back. So yeah. so yeah, they all haven't played the equal amount of games, but they yeah. all are the same yeah. winning percentage. Um, Clippers actually have two games at hand, so they're in the driver's seat. Utah and San Antonio have the exact same record. 30, Utah won ten in a row. Didn't move. 30. In their positioning. Well, so funny you bring up winning streaks. This is the thing that I find the most incredible. Everyone's talking about, oh, Houston this year. This is like this is the year they're going to unseat them. They went on two 14-game winning streaks. And they're only two games above. <laughs> Golden State. <laughs> I know. Like, I don't, like, and we talk about, like, Clay Thompson's out yeah. with his Curry's been out, uh, in Curry's and out. Curry's been out, like, in and out. Like, Durant still. I'm not, like, I, I, it's almost the opposite of the Cleveland effect. It's like. Man, Golden State don't give a shit. They won their four, 74 games, games a couple whatever, years yeah, ago. 73. And, and, like, now they're just... They've got two rings. They eight. know what it takes, man. They don't give a shit. And, yeah. like... They, they're still 51 and 16 or whatever. Yeah. Like, I would not be surprised if Houston Golden State played a series and Houston won one game. <laughs> I just wouldn't. Like, if, if everyone's healthy for the Warriors... I know. Like... James Harden and Chris Paul have only ever proven, and they've never done it together, but only proven that they choke. Not choke, but they don't come yeah. through in the clutch. I know, everyone, everyone's talking about the Raptors, and it's like, um, excuse me, you have all these other teams. Mm-hmm. And like people joke about the Raptors, it's like, no one's won more playoff games in the East over the last five years other than Cleveland. It's the Raptors. But then like it's the way they do it, and it's visually how it looks, and how they've grinded through yeah. things, and people are like, oh, they choke. And it's like the last two times they bowed out of the playoffs, Eastern Conference Finals to the Cleveland Cavaliers, second round to the Cleveland Cavaliers, who also made one an NBA championship the one year, got to the NBA Finals the next. So, like, what are we talking about? They lost to the best team. And the Raptors team. took two games off the In the Cavs Eastern Conference Finals, when ago. they weren't even nearly as good as they are now, yeah. they took two games off. I'm sorry. When Valanciunas was hurt. Yes. Like, Biombo was in there. And last year, Lowry got hurt. And, like, yeah. they when they went back home, they almost won both those games. Like... I'm sorry. Like this year, if they play Cleveland. I hope they absolutely stomp them just yeah. to like finally shut them up. That like LeBron is amazing, and don't get me wrong, he's probably playing better than he really ever has because he has to do it all now. Yeah. But with still basketball, it's still a team sport. You cannot win it by yourself. You nope. can get goddamn close. LeBron did it one time when he got to the finals. Yeah. Got completely dismantled by San Antonio in 2007. Oh, when he was with the Cavs. Yeah. I mean, got dismantled. Yeah. And even like when San Antonio dismantled the Heat, yeah. it's always San Antonio doing this because they're the ultimate team. But you know, like it Didn't still the Mavs takes... beat them one year too. Yes, but they had Dirk. The Mavs like that was the Mavs year. I always think about it as like that was the first year they were together when they were the Heatles. Right. And I think the Mavs just like 
they felt they owed it to the rest of the NBA to not let them win. Them a bit, Honestly, yeah. yeah, it was like a weird. And they were they were down two one in that series, the Mavs, and they ended up winning in six. They won three straight. Yeah. So I think they realized they owed it to the rest of the NBA to not let it happen. Honestly, so. But yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm super excited for the playoffs for basketball. Me too. I've made a promise that if the Raps make the NBA finals, I'm going to Toronto. Me too. Or do me it. and Drew were talking about yeah, it. We were like, if they get to the NBA finals, I will buy a plane ticket. We have to. We will have to get we away. To. Even if we get into, we're not just, going to Jurassic Park. I was gonna say even if we get into Jurassic, we're not going to Jurassic. We're going Park. into the game. It's, no, it's going to a bar. Yeah. Just be in the city, man. I'm telling you, like yeah. Jurassic Park is so fucking lame. You is it to, lame? Well, it's just like you gotta get there four hours early to get in. To there's, get in, there's no beer gardens, there's no bathrooms. Like it's just, a it's just square. like a, a place to chill, like, a square place to stay. So you're on TV, like fuck it, man. I don't yeah. want to be on TV that bad. Okay. Although did I? I we were me and Drew were talking about trying to actually get tickets into the building. And you could try. We I mean, could I'm try. not paying 500 bucks to get in there. <laughs> Which we could try, but to be at the highest level. But all right, you heard it here, listeners. If the, we will, and we'll do an on-location pod. Yeah, if we if we get to if the Raptors get to the NBA Finals, we will get to Toronto for one game. For a home game, yes. For a home game, yes. I will do that. Cool. I would. Lo- I'll start saving money literally now because it's going to take me. You, know, you can't. You can't see or hear this, but this is a handshake. <laughs> this is a handshake. We'll do it. Me and Drew were talking about it too. And Drew would probably be down too. We were like, man, we need to get ourselves there. Yeah, let's do it. Because I don't know if in our lifetime it'll happen again. If we've talked yep. about how hard. That stuff is to accomplish, right? Yes, exactly. People discredit all the Raptors just choking for this. It's like, um, do you realize that like nobody other than LeBron has made the finals in the last eight years <laughs> in the East? Like, what do you mean the Raptors shook everybody's choke? Yeah, they've all let LeBron just walk to the eight finals in a row. That's like, very good point. Yeah, don't even get me started. Like, God damn it, man. I mean, obviously the law was with the Heat, but still, it's like seven straight finals. Like, are you kidding me? Somebody else. You know, everyone it's loves up. everyone loves Russell Westbrook, but when him and Durant were on that Heat on that Thunder team, they yeah. were up three two against the Golden State Warriors in the Western Final, and they lost. And they choked. Three one. Three one. Three one. Exactly. So it's that like, was how they recruited Durant. They were like, Get, "Come to our team." After it's like, so don't don't tell me about no like don't the, tell Oklahoma City Thunder got to the final with James Harden, who would people would argue or he is going to win MVP this mm-hmm. year. Durant and Westbrook. See, I don't know about that. I want to talk about that a little bit. The MVP thing. MVP. Everyone's like. Last year I was I was huge. You were, on Harden. you were on Harden. I loved Harden. And now Harden's having basically the same year. Well, the problem, the reason, not the more pr- team success, not the problem, I should say, but the reason why Westbrook won last year is because they said he did it all himself. Yeah. Right. He, he, was he dragged his team to the playoffs. Right. So was more the narrative, even more than the triple double. So Harden to me this year is the, you have this stat where it's like when Clint Capella, James Harden, and Paul or uh, Chris, Chris Paul playing play a game together. together, they're like. They have two losses or something like that. Yeah, no, like him and Chris Paul together, they barely lose. So like when the Raptors hung it on them, it was like only their third loss or whatever, playing together. So year. does that not mean Chris Paul's just as valuable as James yep. Harden? Is James Harden the MVP of his team, or is he the best player in the league? Like, how are we judging this? I know, right? So, like... So who would you have other than James man, Harden? Man, Dame Lillard. Dame Lillard. Like, he's... Like, we just talked about Portland's third in the West. I know. Every year or two, Portland makes the playoffs. And he, people say he's the most underrated superstar. They they were comparing the NBA. I read a thing where they're comparing his stats to when Carmelo Anthony won MVP. Or no, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose. Well, that's just the. We're tired of giving it to LeBron James. Let's give it to. But Derrick still, Rose. they're saying like the the, the stats are. Com- I should yeah. have had them ready, but they're comparable, comparable to that basically. Yeah. And it's like if you're talking about a team, like if a, t- a player dragging his team, and CJ McCollum's good. Yep. But a team getting dragged by their superstar, like fucking Lillard's been. Yeah, and he has like the least. He only has like two All Star appearances. Like Dame Lillard is like one of those guys that people don't. Him, and, I think, the Cavs are in Portland tomorrow. Yes. Or tonight, one of the. One yeah, something. Like so that. that'll be interesting to see. But yeah. if you know him going toe to toe with Dame LeBron, Lillard, yeah. But man, I don't know that Dame Lillard to me. Uh, but then of course, and Anthony Davis is the big one too. Because if, like if the Pelicans really push, push it up in the West. I mean, they're fifth right now behind Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing. So now, yeah, Cleveland's but, in Portland tomorrow. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm I not I'm not in love with the Harden thing this as year. As much, yeah. I'm not. I, I, I still think he's an incredible player. Yes, you know, and he is. And after watching the like, But is he the that. MVP? Is he the most valuable player to his team? And that's, again, are you going by the spirit of the award or yeah, the, yeah, the letter yeah. of the law? Like, yeah, I, I, I hope they change it eventually to just guy who had the best year or best but player then is this that, year. Is that not LeBron then? Mm, close. Is but is, isn't LeBron is, not the most valuable to his team? Where would the Cavs well, be? That's just, so then there's the stit. So why are we It's just it? like how we were talking about the NHL, too. Or it's the same thing. Is, yeah. it Kuch, is it Kucherov or Malkin, or is it 
McDavid, because where the hell would McDavid be? It is fucking right? McDavid, man. Where would we be without McDavid? Like, we would, it's crazy. He, like, he wins us games. I'm almost... He won us that game there, whatever one we just want. Man, we want. if you're looking at... If you're looking at it in that sense, like, give it to fucking Corey Crawford. Give it to Mike Smith. Look no, what happened to Cal- no, we're not. But look, no, look, no, look no, what happened to Cal- Calgary when he went out. We're not, we're not doing I know, but you know what I'm saying, though? We're you not going down any flames. Again, they had their chance at the game line. It's gone. I don't yeah. want to hear any fucking you know Johnny Gaudreau like, bullshit yeah. talk on the podcast. But you know, podcast. right? Like, when they... It's, you could get to a goalie anytime, right? I don't know. When Carey Price went down, Montreal That's just the it. Worst. The year, so he won the Hart Trophy. Then he went down, and Montreal... Their Couldn't season was down the fucking toilet. toilet. You could have given to him two years in a row. Been like, <laughs> look how valuable you are. Look at the Packers last year in the NFL. Give it to Rodgers. Look how valuable you <laughs> yes. were when you were gone. Peyton Manning garbage. went out. They would win 12 games. Peyton Manning went out. One game. Andrew Luck. <laughs> Get, that, that, that was their MVP. They got gifted Andrew Luck. Got it. But that's what it was. It was like, yep. here, guess what? You have the MVP. Now you don't have him. You're terrible. Get Andrew Luck. Yeah. And he'd be like, he's been out and they haven't been able to win. That guy would win 10 games for them every year. Yeah. Like, it's... It's ridiculous. So, yeah, that's why I don't like the wording. I just want the guy who has the best year. And then, yeah, you, you take into account a stats. You take into account team wins. So do you, you think it's Jim, James Harden then? I would say it's James Harden okay. then, yeah. Because, like, his team is having even better success than they were last year. His stats are almost the same. So I, but He's my, the most... My, but my argument is that, like, is Chris Paul not as valuable? To his team, yes, I would say. But so then, you, do, you don't think that hurts Harden's effective... Because last year it was his team. And he... That team won 50, him and Westbrook 53 had, games last year? Yeah. 53. Westbrook won 45? Or something, yeah. But their record when Westbrook didn't get a triple-double and then yeah. did, it was like weirdly yeah. like 21 and 2 or whatever. He had 41 triple-doubles last year because he had half the season. I think Anthony Davis has a shot, though. For yeah, sure. for that similar reason that he's putting up gaudy numbers and then they're winning games. It's and like I also think they want to anoint the next LeBron. They want to anoint the next superstar. Yes. And, and people that, forget about Anthony Davis a little bit. He's only 25. Yeah. He's really well, Yeah, well, he's been hurt. It seems like he's been around forever. He's always hurt, right? In, yeah. The NBA is, yeah, they're getting I asked an interesting question to some... I will, we'll end with this. I'm going to make a prediction. Also, you were wrong with your prediction last week when you said Kirk Cousins is going to sign with the Broncos. I know. And I was going to say they the Vikings, but they didn't. They went with the Houston Cougar instead <laughs> of the Michigan Shut State up. Spartan. Shut up. <laughs> um, do you think... Who do you think wins an MVP first? Giannis, Embiid, or Porzingis? Ooh. Embiid. Okay. Because <laughs> I think they like Embiid because he's got a little bit yeah. of swag to him. I have, an, I have a conspiracy. All those people are in the East. I have a conspiracy theory that I, w- I wouldn't be surprised, be surprised if it was Porzingis. New York. Because Exactly. If you're the guy who brings that team back to, to, to superiority, yeah. that says a lot. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Uh... Last thing, we'll go over it quickly. Our, we won't go through the entire bracket, but our final four picks for the merch madness. <laughs> I had Villanova versus Duke and Gonzaga versus Cincinnati. A Cincinnati Duke. Okay, so hold on. Final. So then I had I had, oh, I had Cincinnati and Michigan, and I had Duke and Villanova, and then I had Villanova beating Cincinnati. Villanova going to the final against Michigan. Going to the final against Michigan. And I had Cincinnati going into the final against Duke. And then I have Villanova beating Michigan. And I have Cincinnati beating Duke. I, know, I can't let Duke win. So I don't understand the Duke hate. I, I like I get it. Like, I, yeah. I get it, but it's like I don't know, you look at Duke and it's just like, uh, anyway. Is it because they get they have the one of the best players in the country? No, on the team? I think I think what I don't like I think is the culture of Duke. It's like a very like privileged like it's blue blood. Ugh. It's terrible. You gotta have those. Yeah, I know. Believe me, it's what gives things, you know, dichotomy. It, give, you need, it gives. You need the dudes yeah, of the world. I get it. It gives Jason life. I know. It gives certain. Uh, <laughs> you need your Notre Dame. The white privilege of you need your Notre just, Dames uh, who choose their own schedule. Uh, you got. You gotta come to us. Gotta, <laughs> just they're just the arrogance that so gets reeked. So then that's and then that's why everyone loves UNC, right? Because it's like they're the they're they're the grind. Let's let's say like in the Carolinas, like if we're gonna use this as an example, because Duke and North Carolina both are in the state of North Carolina, and so yeah, you have. What do they say? The blue collar, white collar. You have like the white privilege versus like and then the was, public private. Like it's just all that shit, right? There's that documentary where they say you never see Mark Shashevsky going to to uh, Compton to try to recruit. No, kids he recruits. Or, you know, yeah. we won't anyway, say it on this we're podcast. Not gonna, we're not going to. Yeah. But yeah, but he recruits very well to I do. I don't families. hate Duke. I think Grace Nolan, if he he's like a Draymond, and Green. he's the worst. He's person. like a Draymond Green. No, if he, he is like, not. 
Come on. Please. Please. He's, he's a talented player who has a bit of a temper. Is that not Draymond Green? What's the difference between Grayson Allen and Draymond well, Green? Well, Draymond Green's a, a much better basketball player than Grayson Allen. Okay, one's in the NBA and one, one's in the well, NCAA. Well, no, but even when the NCAA, Draymond Green was putting up stats. Grayson Allen's still talented. Yeah. Uh, he's just a whiny bitch. He, he encompasses... <laughs> no, he encompasses... Oh, I'm not saying Draymond Green isn't. Okay. He is, Draymond Green rides the border a little bit better, but Grayson Allen is the poster boy of like what people hate Let's do. put it this way, though. Right? And he's I mean, that, like... We're going to end it on this... <laughs> <laughs> Who has kicked more guys in the balls? <laughs> Who's tripped more players, Nick? That's so Who's weird. Who's kicked more guys in the Who's balls? Who's tripped Neil? people while Answer, they're running? You're not answering my question. <laughs> Draymond Green. Thank you. Okay. Who's tripped more people? All right. People? Until next week, Adam uh, will be back. Ooh, yeah. Um, anyway. Follow us on Instagram. Don't even give me that. It's funny. <laughs> OTVcast. OTVcast. Email us, OTVcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at OffTheBenchCast. And yeah, until next week. I know. It'll be... It'll I'll be tell you who's not going on the Instagram account. It is Grayson Allen. Hey. I will never let that guy grace our Instagram, okay? From Marvin Bagley. <laughs> no. Fuck, man. Still do. I'm such a hater. hater. Can I hate him? All right. I am a hater. Until I'm, next week. I'm drinking the hater. We're hate. back on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> the light is off. <laughs>